The time is 9 o'clock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tantamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Tuesday, September 26th. On today's show... You know, countering fear with fear doesn't work, and that's why we wanted to have a really joyful event today. That's Tasia Alexopoulos, one of the folks who put out a call for a pride rally on Saturday at Bill Johnstone Park to coincide with another smaller rally with participants from Hold the Line NB. We'll hear more about how the day went coming up shortly, but first, some news and information briefs. Music New Brunswick Award nominations are in for 2023, and at least two local names are featured in the nomination list. Dorchester's Freya Milliken is nominated for Song of the Year for her song Wholeheartedly. And the Sackville Festival of Early Music, which is happening this weekend at the Brunton Auditorium in Sackville, has been nominated for Festival of the Year. Last year, the Festival of Early Music Artistic Director Linda Pierce welcomed the addition of a harpsichord to the Mount Allison Music Department just in time for the Fall Festival. This year, the festival welcomes another new instrument, this time a clop continuo organ, which will be featured in concert on Sunday afternoon with Ensemble La Marnie des Saisons. The festival kicks off on Wednesday with a colloquium musicum in the Brunton Auditorium at 4 p.m., also featuring the new clop continuo organ. On Friday night, Ensemble L'Harmonie des Saisons plays a program of Bach concertos, and then on Saturday, Ensemble Constantinople presents a program of early Indigenous musics entitled Breathings. More information is available at sackvilleearlymusic.com. Sackville's Pride Parade has been rescheduled after getting preempted by threats of bad weather from Hurricane Lee two weeks ago. The parade will now happen on October 14th, starting at the Mount Allison Chapel on York Street, going down to Maine and along Maine to Town Hall for a Pride flag raising. Council will be asked to approve street closures for the parade route when it meets on October 10th. It's budget season at Tantamar Town Hall. A budget meeting on September 19th featured input for residents and groups on the 2024 budget, and staff are now at work preparing the numbers. Treasurer Michael Beale told Council on Monday that the draft budget will be presented to them for approval in October. Uh, 2024 budget process began uh, for staff in early September, uh, so we're currently working on creating a draft 2024 budget that will be presented to Council in October. Uh, on September 19th, we had our first public meeting where we heard presentations from groups, groups organizations, and individuals. Um, and uh, we staff will continue to put together our first draft, which uh, I guess I should say our second draft for Tanchmar, uh, but the first where staff have been involved. So uh, it will be difficult uh, when we do present that to do any comparative numbers where we were not the ones who created Tanchmar's uh, budget in 2023. Uh, but as we move into the next year, 2025, we will be able to get into comparative year-to-year information. That's Tanchmar Treasurer Michael Beal. After several years being postponed, Sackville's Fall Fair finally happened over the last weekend with fine weather to boot. Active Living Coordinator Matt Pride took a moment during his report to Tanchamar Committee of the Whole to talk about the event and thank those who helped make it happen. Uh, I think anyone in the room who took part in any of the festivities over the weekend can say that it was a big success. Uh, everything from the James Mullinger show on Wednesday night where there was over 400 people there to... Uh, 
the pet show at UA Honey on Sunday afternoon where we had, I think there was 20 pets registered for that. So um, everything was really, really well attended. We were very pleased. And uh, I just wanted to, to specifically thank the Sackville Rotary Club. Um, they played a big part in the Lansdowne Field Day. And they also helped block streets for the parade and the Main Street Mile. And then the Main Street Baptist Church also uh, helped a lot with the cleanup and the setup during the, uh, the field day as well. And then finally, I think, I mean, the list just goes on and on. I can't even begin to name all the volunteers and different groups that participated. But um, I did want to, once again, want to formally congratulate Deanna Cadman on being named this year's Citizen of the Year. Um, there was a huge crowd out to see her at the tent, and it, that was really nice to see. CAO Jennifer Bourne also chimed in about the fair to thank staff for putting on an event that was accessible and affordable for local families. As Mayor Black mentioned, walking around talking to people, uh, young, old, smiles from ear to ear, um, and events that everyone could, could attend with their families as well, uh, being the free events uh, in the field. Um, and again, that also extends operationally to the whole, whole organization. Everyone that you see sitting in front of you would have lent a part to, that, to the festival in some way, every, uh, their staff as well. That's Tantramar CAO Jennifer Bourne and before her, Active Living Director Matt Pride speaking to Council at a Monday Committee of the Whole meeting. Now for today's feature story. This past Saturday, Sackville's Bill Johnstone Park was a hive of activity as people responded to two very different calls for rallies at the park at roughly the same time. A group of about 80 local residents celebrating Pride themes and a smaller group coalescing around common conspiracy theories. About 25 people came to the park from around the province to hold a worldwide rally for freedom in Sackville, an event called in dozens of cities and towns by a group known as Worldwide Demonstrations, who have a presence on Facebook and Telegram. Organizer Melissa Cairns from Hold the Line NB says many of the group came from Sussex, Hampton and St. John and also from across the border in Amherst. We actually wanted to do Sackville because uh, we were hoping to pull in uh, Nova Scotia and PEI and do like uh, an Atlantic thing and just kind of make it so that uh, we all converged in one place and, you know, got as much information and awareness out as possible. Because like I said, this is a global thing. It's not about Sackville. It's not about New Brunswick. It's not about any one group. This is everybody's freedom. Cairns was distributing printed material, including the Druthers newspaper, a 12-page newsprint publication from Ontario, which originated as an anti-COVID restrictions tabloid in November 2020. It now covers a number of conspiracy theories, many of which are associated with far-right movements. The issue handed out Saturday includes pieces proclaiming that the United Nations seeks totalitarian power and outlining supposed plots to destroy the children. The cover story conflates the concepts of smart cities and 15-minute cities, arguing that governments aim to imprison residents within 15-minute perimeters in order to better harvest their data. Cairns said on Saturday that the focus of the rally was digital IDs and the continuing move towards cashless transactions. Because like I said, we're not, we're, we're not going to have it anymore. I mean, can you imagine not being able to give your grandkids a toonie to go to the store or put 
$5 under your child's pillow when they lose their tooth or have a garage sale. Like, that means no no side hustles, no nothing without the government knowing and even approving your transactions eventually. So we don't want that. About a half dozen of the ralliers carried large hold the line NB flags. At least one member sported a Diagolon branded shirt. Diagolon is a Canadian extremist group, members of which once called for the rape of Anna Poiliev, wife of conservative leader Pierre Poiliev. While Kearns said Saturday's protest was not focused on LGBTQ issues and that the group was not against the gay community, she also said they are aligned with another far-right group known as Gays Against Groomers, which is considered to be anti-LGBTQ. The term groomers is widely criticized as a misleading and defamatory slur, as it often is used by far-right groups in reference to LGBTQ individuals. In anticipation of an anti-LGBTQ protest and in reaction to the previous week's protests throughout New Brunswick in support of the government's changes to Policy policy 713, most of Bill Johnstone Park was occupied by another gathering on Saturday. People sporting rainbow umbrellas and flags with picnic blankets, bubble machines, and dance music. The idea, said Sackville resident Tessia Alexopoulos, was to insert some positivity after a difficult week. You know, it is in part a response to the protests that occurred on Wednesday, which we saw across the country were incredibly violent and very hateful. Um, And some of the changes that are happening in New Brunswick, um, you know, policy 713, seeing a lot of kind of like, you know, exclusionary beliefs and policies. Um, And so based on the protests on Wednesday and based on the potential for protests here today in that same vein, we just thought it would be a really good time to show our support for, you know, our community, the people who actually live here um, and the people who call Sackville home. The two groups were wary of each other, but the day was marked with friendly discussions breaking out between attendees of different rallies. I think everybody is entitled to their opinions, but I think a lot of the opinions that they hold are not based on facts or evidence or reality. They're based on fear. And, you know, countering fear with fear doesn't work. And that's why we wanted to have a really joyful event today um, to say we're fighting for freedom, too. We're just fighting for a different kind of freedom, the freedom to be who we are, to be safe in our playground, for our children to be safe in our playground. I mean, the, this, pro, this other protest or this, the freedom rally that they're calling themselves chose this location and there are children playing here. Um, so, you know, whatever their opinions are, whatever their beliefs are, we also have opinions and beliefs and we're exercising our right to, to, to have those beliefs and opinions as well in a fun way. <laughs> That's Sackville resident Tessia Alexopoulos speaking to CHMA at Bill Johnstone Park on Saturday during an afternoon of two very different gatherings at the park, one with dozens of local residents celebrating LGBTQ rights, and another with about 25 people from the group Holds the Line NB, gathering for what they called a worldwide freedom rally. And that's it for Tanchamar Report for Tuesday, September 26th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the local journalism initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Joe, Joe, Joe!
is your girl Laiko. And this is your boy Craig. And you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. The voice of the marshes. In Sackville, New Brunswick. Frost advisory today. Some plants may be damaged or even destroyed by frost. Minimum temperatures ranging from minus 2 to plus 2. Locations? Most of New Brunswick. Time span? Early Wednesday. Widespread frost is expected to form once again tonight as clear skies and light winds coincide with very cool temperatures. Temperatures expected to be warmer along the coast. Cover up the plants, especially those in frost-prone areas. Take preventative measures to protect frost-sensitive plants and trees. Frost advisories are issued when temperatures are expected to reach the freezing mark during the growing season, leading to potential damage and destruction to plants and crops. Please continue to monitor alerts and forecasts issued by Environment Canada. To report severe weather, send an email to nbstorm at ec.gc.ca or tweet reports using hashtag nbstorm. And now the weather. Today, mainly sunny. Fog patches dissipating earlier this morning. High of 18, UV index 5 or moderate. Tonight, clear. Fog patches developing overnight. Low plus 4, except 0 in low-lying areas. Patchy frost. Tomorrow, Wednesday. Sunny. Fog patches dissipating in the morning. High of 20, UV index 5 or moderate. Tomorrow night, clear low of 9. Thursday, sunny, high of 24. Thursday night, clear, low of 8. Drop into play table tennis every Wednesday and Saturday this fall from 3 to 5 p.m. in the Church by the Lake Gym at 14 Church Street in Sackville. Four tables will be available, which is great for singles and doubles play. No fee is required for participants, but a $2 donation is encouraged. For more information, visit churchbythelake.ca slash calendar. If you are concerned with a rent increase and want to learn more about the protections in place, contact the Residential Tenancies Tribunal at 1-888-762-8600 or visit gnb.ca slash renting for more information. And the time is now 9.14. I'm your host, James Anderson, just popping in here, and uh, I've got some exciting news. JC will be joining us for the first time on air at 10 o'clock this morning, so we're excited about that. We're just getting uh, JC super comfortable, and we've got a couple tracks coming up now to get us into that. Uh, Body from Haley Bliss and uh, Jordy Gordon with Spinning Wheel, here on CHMA.
fire the sorrow Give me that lightning Pass me that bottle I'm waiting on a Hail Mary Crying on the pavement Screaming for the hell of it Can I get an amen? Say when Cheerleaders to carry me through my hometown God Be 